anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the Peddling Fiction Podcast, and I am your host, your fearless leader, the one and only voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny the Gentile Profita. Happy Saturday, everybody. Hope you're having a nice weekend. I was having a pretty nice weekend until I started to peruse the um the news for the from the last uh, couple of days man I'm seeing some really fucking disturbing trends and articles and and things that people are talking about so that will be the focus of today's show but we just had um we went pretty late last night with the the Friday night happy hour and it was a lot of fun we had I, I do like the ones that we do at the beginning of every month because we get some new faces in there I allow in the top 10 contributors to the private Facebook group all get an invite to the first uh, the first uh, happy hour of the the following month so I got to meet a couple new people last night and uh, share a couple drinks and some stories with them. It was a lot of fun. And if that's something you guys are interested in, you can join the private Facebook group. You just have to find us on there and answer a, a few questions before we let you in. And then start contributing to the community there. You can uh, create posts. You can engage with other people on there. Uh, we have a meme stream that, that Justin puts out every week that you can drop some dank memes in there and have fun. So that will get you in. If you are if you crack the top 10, that will get you an invite into the following months, uh, the first one, uh, the first happy hour of the following month. And uh, yeah, a lo- lot of fun last night. Had a, a great time. So thank you for all of you who attended that. And of course, the other way to become a, a happy hour member is to become a supporting listener of the show. And you can do that by going to peddlingfictionpodcast.com. And you can um, set up, a, you have to set up a recurring monthly donation for any denomination that you'd like. And that will also get you in to every Friday night happy hour that we do. We do it every other Friday. And it is really a lot of fun. So uh, something to consider there. Now, I'm almost not sure where I want to start today's episode because there is a lot that I really want to talk about. Um, I, I might have to break this up into, into two episodes. I don't know because there's there's so much happening now with uh, the kids going back to school and these uh, these mask mandates, the the vaccine passports. There's there's this really fucking disturbing article that the unvaccinated that uh, it was from the Atlantic and it was written by uh, this fucking bitch who used to work for uh, Homeland Security under Obama. What's her face? Um, Juliet Kayem, former assistant secretary for Homeland Security under President Obama. Uh, she's the faculty chair of the Homeland Security Program at Harvard Kennedy, uh, Harvard's Kennedy School of Government. Not surprisingly, somebody that works for Homeland Security is an authoritarian, narcissistic fuckstick who thinks that anybody who's unvaccinated should be on a no-fly list. They actually changed the, the title of this article from something like, the unvaccinated need to be on the no-fly list, to unvaccinated people need to bear the burden. So I want to go through that article as well. But the the um in in other covid news, there was one doctor who came out. It's a, a not a a Swedish professor says that you may need up to 5 shots of the covid vaccine 
in order to inoculate yourself from from the virus and not even inoculate but just keep your um your defenses strong enough your immunity strong enough because it's failing a lot quicker than they had anticipated five shots what, what that's like <laughs> I mean that what what once every fucking two months you got to go get a shot to, of this uh of this vaccine in order to um I don't know do absolutely nothing. I mean we've talked about how ineffective this the vaccine is against the Delta variant, and the Delta variant is just one in a string of variants that will be coming down the pike. So I I, I really can't get past the fact of just how insane this is. I mean, let's recap, right? Because we have the we have COVID nineteen, right? And the numbers for COVID nineteen. Let's not forget that this virus that we are dealing with. About 99.7% of people will survive the virus. And that's according to the establishment's own numbers, okay? All of the science, the trusted science that we're supposed to follow. Well, that says 99.7% of people that contract the virus, if they have any symptoms at all, they will survive it. The median infection fatality rate for COVID-19 is only 0.26%. 0.26%. That is the median infection fatality rate. That is a fact. That is a medical fucking fact. And this, and because of this, because of this virus that almost everybody will be fine after contracting, we are, we are implementing all of these draconian totalitarian things we are we are they're changing the way society we are on the cusp of changing the world forever if we allow this stuff to go through and it's you know they're they're starting to to nibble around the edges they're implementing covid passports you know now um as uh you know dave talked about on part of the problem in new york the key to new york city they're starting it there uh quebec just became the the first canadian province to introduce vaccine passports we've got italy and france doing it across the pond and surprise surprise they're they're uh ratcheting up how restrictive the the COVID-19 uh, uh, vaccine passports are over there. It, initially, it was just for, you know, large events, concerts, um, big parties or something that you were going to. And, and now they're ratcheting up into just dining out. Just to go to a restaurant or a bar or something like that, you're going to need this passport. To travel, you're going to need the, the, these uh, these vaccine passports. This is always how government operates and we have we have the opportunity now to stop this in real time but if we let if we let the camel's nose under the tent this is just the fucking beginning and life as we know it will be over i i am sorry like this is getting absolutely ridiculous okay what name another virus where the vaccine is actually worse than the virus itself. You know, this is crazy. This is absolutely fucking crazy. You know, a year ago when everyone was like, oh, I can't wait till we get this vaccine so we can go back to normal. We can go back to living our lives. No, you can't. No, you can't. They have taken this bullshit virus and they have created this vaccine and everything that's being implemented around this vaccine, all of these pressure tactics, all of this force that they are using now is so much worse than the virus could ever imagine being. The, the, the vaccine is worse than the virus now because they are, they are trying to ruin your life. They are trying to take away your basic human liberties. Your, your right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness goes out the window in favor of this vaccine. The, the COVID-19 could, could get 10 times worse and it would still be preferable to this vaccine and, and what they're doing with it in my humble opinion. And and what they're doing to to kids is just absolutely ridiculous. Like the the amount of psychological damage and you know, they somebody asked this, I think it was Ducey, the the Fox News guy. He asked Jen Saki if they're considering 
you know, the the damage that they're doing to kids. And the answer is, is was astonishing. I mean, they, they never uh, think about the, the side effects, you know, the unintended uh, repercussions of all of these these implementa- uh, all of these uh, measures that they're implementing not just the mask mandates but the lockdowns and all of the you know all of the collateral damage that comes from that they don't seem to to even give a shit uh, to, to care like what they're doing to kids now in a, my home state of Illinois governor Pritzker has come out in order for your kid to return to public school they need to wear masks the entire day Apparently, you know, there were a, a number of schools that were making masks optional. God forbid you should have the option to not wear something over your face all day long, especially when you're uh, a young child at basically zero risk to the coronavirus, like absolutely zero risk to kids. This this is this is their solution. And, you know, think of what these kids have been through, okay? Like these lockdowns, the anxiety that, you know, usually parents are trying to, you know, calm their kids down, protect them, make them feel safe. You know, everything's going to be fine. There's no, you know, boogeyman under your bed or something like that. And, And they've gone, they've done a complete 180. It, causing fear, panic, constant anxiety about this, you know, f- this virus floating around in the air all around us that we can't see that's going to kill you, even though it's not going to do shit. It's not going to do a goddamn thing to these kids. So they're, they're constantly like uh, under anxiety, depression, suicide rates have gone up, and, and now they got to wear a mask over their face. And some of these kids, like, this is the only life that they have known. If they've been born in the last year and a half, um, or, you know, I I barely remember things from, like, before the age of five, right? So if if they're at that age, they're they're only going to remember life like this in this disturbing, fucked up COVID world where where people have masks over their face. How much of uh, communication is nonverbal, is facial expressions? You know, back in my day, parents were like the number one concern for parents was socializing your kids. And that, that's one of the like the justifications for the public school, right? Not homeschooling your kids because you don't want them to be these like weird, socially awkward outcasts. You want to socialize. You want them to play with other kids, learn how to get along with other people. Well, now what are we doing? Now what are we doing? We're keeping them six feet apart with a mask over their face. For something that they're not even at risk for. I, I, I mean, what are we doing here? Where is the common sense? Wh- what happened to people? I, I could understand going back to March of last year when we didn't know anything about this. We didn't know how deadly it was. I understand the fear and panic then. But now, a year and a half later, you know. You know, look at the numbers. Look at the fucking numbers. There's nothing here. There's nothing here, for especially for kids. I mean, they are just they just aren't at risk for that. So what are we doing here? Why why are we making them suffer? And and surprise surprise, also in my hometown shithole city of Chicago, the teachers union threatens no person no in person education because of the immediate threat of the Delta variant coronavirus, right? And it's for quote unquote the sake of the children. Yeah, yeah, shocking. These pathetic people don't want to go back to work for the sake of the kids. They claim that the new pandemic variant poses immediate threats to the health of all Chicagoans, but especially to our unvaccinated student population. Um, no. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't pose a threat to them. If anybody is not at threat... It is the student population. Like, there is not a safer segment of society than children, than young adults uh, against the coronavirus. It poses less of a threat than basically anything else. So according to the Chicago Teachers Union, in addition to the mask mandates, constant wearing of masks for the for the children, of course, uh, additional things are needed. They need ventilation upgrades. A COVID-19 testing plan for vaccinated and unvaccinated members of the school communities. Maintenance of criteria and health metrics based on COVID prevalence to pause in-person instruction. 
full-time contact tracers, nurses, social workers, and counselors in every school building, a comprehensive home visit program to engage students and families in every school community. They're writing this letter to uh, our favorite mayor, Lori Lightfoot, and they say that there's $4 billion. I guess they got $4 billion in federal funding for you to invest in our schools and communities. A once-in-a-generation opportunity to provide all of our students with the staff and services that they deserve. So th- this is all this is all a long-winded ruse to get them to engage in more collective bargaining. Now, h- how much do you want to bet that these negotiations that they want to take place are going to include not just more staff, but increased salary to compensate them for the risk of in-person teaching sessions, right? Or maybe it's to do away with in-person altogether. I mean, why risk it, right? And, and then they have the so they have some metrics here. Daily cases are down 80 percent compared to November 2020. Hospitalizations down 84 percent. Daily COVID deaths are down to about 10 a day, 95 percent lower than their peak in December of last year. And, and death, the death rate has not gone up at all. It, it's gone down during the increased uh, transmission of the Delta variant which tells you that, yes, the Delta variant is more transmissible, but it's less deadly. In Chicago, there has still not been one death, according to the official data, of any child from COVID-19. Not one. And children being hospitalized, on average, less than one in the last three months. This, of course, has nothing to do with the children. They are just using this as leverage to get their hands on that $4 billion in funding. I mean, of course, that's what this is. That's always what these teachers unions go for. They don't give a rip about the kids. It's never about the kids. It's never about their safety. It's always about the almighty dollar. And all of a sudden, this education is a human right thing that that the left loves to talk about when Bernie Sanders is up there on the podium. That all just goes out the window the second that there's um, some money on the table, the the, the second that they can get their hands uh, on a little more, a little more cash. And I mean, just the all of this stuff that the psychological damage again that they're doing to kids that apparently the uh, the Biden administration has no concern over, according to uh, Jen Psaki, when she was asked that question to to sort of go back to what I was saying. Uh, Peter Ducey asked uh, Jen Psaki if there's concern from health officials about the emotional, academic, and psychological effects of masking children in school. And and her reaction, her reaction was priceless. spoken to this a few times, but I will say, as a parent myself of two young children, uh, that I want public health officials to make decisions about how to keep my kids safe, not politicians. And not only is Governor DeSantis not abiding by public health decisions, he's fundraising off of this. So my view is that, and our view as an administration, is that uh, teacher parents in Florida, uh, parents across the country, should have the ability and the knowledge that their kids are going to school and they're in safe environments. That shouldn't be too much to ask. He says that his concern is about harmful emotional, academic, and psychological effects of putting kindergartners in masks for hours at a time. Is there any concern from officials that you guys talked to in your early pre-decisional discussions about that? No, there's not. And I will tell you from personal experience, my rising kindergartner told me two days ago she could wear a mask all day, and she's just happy to go to camp and go to school. And the objective from all of our public health officials have, has been clearly, and our Secretary of Education, kids need to be in school. We know there's a mental Im- health impact of them not being in school, and we should take the mitigation measures needed in order for them to be in school and in the classroom, including masking and including allowing that to be part of a reality in these schools to keep the... Wow. Wow, G- Jesus Christ, dude. First of all, she wants public health officials to be making decisions on how she should raise her own kids. I, I-, I don't even know where to begin with that. Th- that is just cr- fucking crazy to me. And then the idea that, oh, well, her, her poor fucking kindergartner kid who just 
who will do anything just to be able to socialize. Mom, I could wear my mask all day if you just let me out of the house. That that's the that's the justification here. We we've we've punished our kids. We've locked them down so goddamn long that they are now willing to wear this uncomfortable mask all day long, just so that they can go and, and like to have some semblance of socialization. Okay. I, I'm sold on the mask mandate now. And by the way, we're just going to let the kids... When when do we take direction from little kindergartners? Oh, oh, they say they can do that all day. Yeah, they can also eat fucking ding-dongs and drink Yoo-Hoo all goddamn day. Do we let them do that? No, because we're supposed to be the adults. We're supposed to be showing them the proper way to live and how to be healthy. Oh my God, the mental... <laughs> she said there, there's mental health issues with them not being in school. There's going to be far more mental health issues from what they're doing to them in the schools than anything. And I mean, you know, there, there's all this talk that I, I mentioned on the last episode when I was making fun of the Olympians taking a mental health day. Oh, thank you for bringing all this attention to mental health issues. Well, here we are. What about this mental health issue? What about the constant anxiety that they're under, the depression these kids are facing, the, the, the suicide rates going up, all because of these ridiculous lockdowns and mask mandates that do absolutely nothing to, to prevent the spread of this thing? Uh, by the way, this thing that doesn't affect them at all, that they're at no risk of, of ever having complications from. Okay. Okay. I mean, w- this is... This is beyond any like any amount of fucking craziness that I thought was possible. And we're not even considering it. Now, we're not worried. We're not worried that what we're doing to these kids is going to have any psychological effects, even though we're already seeing it manifest itself in the suicide rates going up, in the, in the drug use going up, the overdoses. These poor fucking kids, man. Unbelievable. And just how flippant they are. No, we're not considering that. We're, we're not concerned over that we're more concerned with just getting them back into our public school indoctrination centers where we can teach them critical race theory and how being white is bad uh, unfucking believable man uh, th- these people are fucking insane they are evil i mean this is just i i don't know how else to describe this other than pure evil what they're doing to kids and what they want to do to the rest of uh, of the world who doesn't who doesn't subscribe to their medical prognosis. And I guess we're just supposed to forget about the fact that these vaccine passports that they want to institute. I mentioned this again on the, on the last episode with the, the stuff out of New York. I think it was like, you know, one in one in six uh, minorities, one in six black people aren't aren't va- are, aren't vaccinated. So they just don't get to they just don't get to go to these these restaurants and, and these bars and things now because they're um, they're unvaccinated. You know, for for the, the, the big push for these vaccine passports is coming from the left. Now, the, the Republicans have capitulated on this, as I mentioned in a previous episode as well. The the ones that tow the party line, you know, they are the the progressives going the speed limit. Um, they're, they're now on board with these things, or at least they're increasingly coming more on board with people getting vaccinated. And soon they'll be on board with the vaccine passports as well. This is like, a, you know, it's like a fake fight. That they, they, they put up this little fight, you know, a little resistance to, to kind of, you know, keep up appearances before they capitulate. It's like a tug of war where they kind of tug a little bit and then they just sort of let go of the rope and they let themselves be pulled over the line. And, and for the left to just, you know, any other instance where the, you know, society or government is imposing some sort of barrier to entry. When it disproportionately affects people of color, the left is, uh, they, they can't cry racism quick enough. You know, oh, this is segregation, this is, this is racist because it disproportionately affects uh, people of color. Well, here we are, vaccine passports disproportionately affecting people of color, and what do they have to say? Uh, tough shit. Tough shit. Go get vaccinated. Uh, we don't really care, do we? Absolutely not. The hypocrisy is off the charts. The level of just, I, I don't even know what, what the word for this is. I don't even know what the word for this is. Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzotti Coffee. 
You know them well by now. They are our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor. Get your morning started right with the taste of freedom. Go to lorenzotti.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you. And you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzotti, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code Fiction. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. There are two liberty-minded entrepreneurs that came together over their love of coffee and their love of liberty. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at lorenzotti.coffee.com. Promo code fiction. And and I, I guess this is this the only way that we can sort of attack this from the left is to use this racism angle. For one it like it's actually um creating a, a segregated society. That the thing that they claim to be against the most. I mean, this is basically, you know, this is a, a, a parts of society are open to certain people and parts of society are closed. Whites only restaurants, you know, it's vaccine uh, vaccinated only restaurants. I mean, that's almost worse than skin color. I I, I mean, just because, you know, it wasn't the fact that, you know, uh, we had white only restaurants and drinking fountains and schools and everything like that. The the fact that they were discriminating against uh, people based on their skin color isn't what makes discrimination wrong. And, And now that they're doing it based on you taking a certain medicine. I mean, how fucking creepy is that? And it's it's like a slow creep. Like I said, they're they're doing it in New York, uh, Quebec, Canada's like second largest province by population is instituting vaccine passports. And uh, and like I said, they're already doing it. And and France was the first one to do this. And and it's it's starting to spread like the virus. And it's worse than the fucking virus. It's worse than the virus because it's taking away your basic human liberties like your your right to just live your life as you see fit go where you want to go eat where you want to eat talk to who you want to talk to they're they're taking all of that away until you do what they want you to do this is where we are and and man if we keep letting this this spread if we keep letting this creep up on us it's all over i I mean once they get this shit in place you you think they're just gonna stop at, at vaccine status, they can do anything once you let them do this, just like they have with all of the topics that I cover on this podcast. It, they just need to get their foot in the door, and then they ratchet it up. I mean, just look at where we are now. Look at the the trajectory that we're on and how we got here from when way back when we started with two weeks to flatten the curve. And look how they took advantage of that and ratcheted everything up. Mask mandates, lockdowns, lockdowns until you get the vaccine. And then the vaccine will just be readily available and you can take it whenever you want. And it's no big deal to now uh, if you don't get it, we're going to restrict your travel. You can't go eat at a restaurant. That's how quickly they've they've ratcheted up just in this last uh, the last few months. What were conspiracy theories and the thoughts of crazy, you know, crazy people it has become a reality just that quickly. We're seriously considering giving up basically everything. Your right to control your own medical decisions, who gets to you know control your constitutional right, let alone your just God-given right to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Who should be given the power to tell you you know what you can say, where you can work? where you can go shopping, where you can eat, what you can sell, where you can travel, all of this stuff. We're giving that up. We're going to give that up for a virus that 99.7% of people are, are going to be perfectly fine from getting. 0.26% median infection fatality rate. That's what it takes to give up your fucking life? Are you guys kidding me right now? This is pathetic. We have become the... The biggest bunch of pussies I've ever fucking seen on the face of the earth. Unbelievable the level of puss that is going around the United States right now. When did we become the colossal pussies? 
Pardon my French, but I am sorry. We are giving up. We are prepared to give up the right to travel, to give up the right to go to a restaurant for something that most, uh, the vast majority of people not only survive, but some of them don't even know that they have it. They don't even get symptoms. What are we doing here? And why, why does the burden fall on the 99.7% of people that are at no risk of this, that we have to change every aspect of our lives? Yeah, let's go to this fucking article from this crazy psychopath bitch, Juliet Kayyem. Unvaccinated people need to bear the burden, she says. Why? Why do we need to bear the burden? Beyond limiting the coronavirus's flow from hotspots to the rest of the country, allowing only vaccinated people on domestic flights will change minds too, she says. When you go to the airport, you see two kinds of security rules. Some apply equally to everyone. No one can carry weapons through the TSA checkpoint. But other protocols divide passengers into categories according to how much of a threat the government thinks they pose. If you submit to heightened scrutiny in advance, TSA PreCheck lets you go through security without taking off your shoes. A no-fly list keeps certain people off the plane entirely. Not everyone poses an equal threat. Rifling through the bags of every business traveler and patting down every preschooler and octogenarian would waste the TSA's time and needlessly burden many passengers. Forget about the fact that they still do that. The, the, the same principles apply to limiting the spread of the coronavirus, she says. The number of COVID-19 cases keeps growing even though remarkably safe, effective vaccines are widely available. Effective? Really? They're, they're effective. Against what, exactly? Against contracting the virus? Mm, no, no. Look at Massachusetts. 74% of the people in that outbreak were fully vaccinated. Effective against the transmission of the virus? Mm, no, not according to your fucking messiah, Dr. Fauci. Back to the article. Many public agencies are responding by reimposing masking rules on everyone. But at this stage of the pandemic, tougher universal restrictions are not the solution to continuing viral spread. While flying, vaccinated people should no longer carry the burden for unvaccinated people. What burden? You guys are burdening yourselves. I'm sorry, we don't have to do any of this. And why all of a sudden are masks not the answer? I thought masks were totally the answer. Mask up, everybody said. Wear two or three masks. Why isn't that the, the answer now? Oh, oh, you're sick of wearing the masks. Yeah, yeah, so just take them off. You don't have to. We're not putting the burden on you. You're putting the fucking burden on you and then blaming us for your crazy r religious bullshit rituals that you're doing. This is not our fault. All these unvaccinated people would be happy to, to just get rid of all of this stuff. You're, you're self-imposing this shit on, your, on, on you for no reason. The vaccine doesn't do a goddamn thing. You fucking know it, which is why you want everybody to take it. If you really believe that the vaccine was effective, if you really thought it would protect you against the coronavirus, then why do you give a shit if I'm unvaccinated? Back to the article. While, while flying, vaccinated people should no longer carry the burden for unvaccinated people. The White House has rejected a nationwide vaccine mandate, a sweeping suggestion that the Biden administration could not easily enact if it wanted to. Uh, the White House hasn't rejected it. The, the people have rejected it. But a no-fly list for unvaccinated adults is an obvious step for the federal government to take, uh, that the federal government should take. It will help limit the risk of transmission at destinations where unvaccinated people travel. No, it won't. Uh, according to your trusted science, it won't. And by setting norms that restrict certain privileges to vaccinated people will also help raise the stagnant vaccination rates that are keeping both the economy and society from fully recovering. No. Again, the virus is not keeping the economy and society from fully recovering. The government is. People like this lady are by instituting these totalitarian measures. The economy would have just been fucking fine as, as far as the economy is actually fine, unrelated to the coronavirus, if we didn't impose lockdowns, if we didn't deem certain people uh, unnecessary to society. Society could fully recover tomorrow. We just get rid of all of this ridiculous shit that we're doing. And just live with it. Live with the fucking, live with the virus. It, it's not going anywhere. 
Okay, you're gonna walk around like even with your 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 crazy vaccine vaccination status, which. By the way, in addition to that one Swedish professor saying you might need five jabs, the FDA has already is already planning for COVID vaccine booster shot approval by September. So they're already um, anticipating uh, booster shots by next month because it's already August. And man, this year is just flowing by. Anyway, back to the article. Flying is not a right, she says. And the case for restricting it to vaccinated people is straightforward. The federal government is the sole entity that can regulate the terms and conditions of airline safety. Um, again, there's a lot there in those two sentences that is just an astonishing admission coming from a, a lefty like this. But the federal government is not the sole entity that can regulate terms and conditions of airline safety. It has become the sole entity by force. We don't need the federal government to regulate airline safety. They just they just took that upon themselves. And although, back to the article, air filtration systems and mask requirements make transmission of the coronavirus unlikely during any given passenger flight, infected people can spread it when they leave the airport and take off their masks. Well, so can vaccinated people, according to your own science. I'm just going to keep hammering that fucking point home. This lady is insane. The whole point of international travel bans is to curb infections in the destination country. To protect itself, the United States still has many restrictions in place, beyond limiting the virus's flow from hotspots to the rest of the country, allowing only vaccinated people on domestic flights will change minds too. All of a sudden, look how quickly they went from Donald Trump's racist travel bans to travel bans are a good thing. They're protecting the, the, the people in the United States from the flow of the virus. Unbelievable, man. These people are fucking sick. Polls suggest that vaccine holdouts have a variety of motivations. Genuine concerns about side effects. Skepticism of shots not fully yet approved by the FDA. A general aversion to vaccines. A desire to stick it to the libs. <laughs> this is this is her perception of why people don't want to get vaccinated. I want to stick it to the libs. That's what I want to do. A reluctance to decide even now. And in a recent New York Times and Kaiser Family Foundation poll, 46% of unvaccinated people who consider themselves in the wait and see category disclosed that they would stop waiting if they could get a shot directly from their personal physician. 44% agreed that the FDA's full approval of the vaccines would motivate them. 41% said the prohibition of airline travel would get them closer to taking shots. Yeah, you're, you're coercing people to taking experimental drugs by, by taking away their ability to travel. This is the, these are the minds of sick, sick people. Tellingly, 11% of those adamantly opposed to vaccination would also be motivated by a travel ban. Then she says, more than another recitation of statistics about vaccines, benefit, vaccines benefits, or yet another appeal to the common good, the deprivation of movement will win over doubters. <laughs> These people are fucking sick, man. I can't believe she's writing this. Some unvaccinated people um, in areas where vaccination seekers face scorn among their peer group may even be happy to have an excuse to protect themselves. So that's it. You know, people are so afraid of being uh, ridiculed by anti-vaxxers that they're that they don't want to get the vaccine. And this will just give them the excuse that they need to, to get the to get the jab. Uh, OK, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what the problem is here. The public debate about making vaccination a precondition for travel, employment, and other activities has described this approach as vaccine mandates, a term that, to conservative critics, suggests that unvaccinated people are being ordered around arbitrarily. What is actually going on, mostly, is that institutions are shifting burdens to unvaccinated people, denying them access to certain spaces, requiring them to take regular COVID-19 tests, charging them for the cost of that testing, rather than imposing greater burdens on everyone. Americans still have a choice to go unvaccinated, but that means giving up on certain social benefits. Nobody has a constitutional right to attend The Lion King on Broadway or to work at Disney or Walmart. 
employers and entertainment venues are realizing that they can operate more easily without the hassle of planning around unvaccinated employees and customers. Amid a global health crisis, people who defy public health guidance are not and do not deserve to be a protected class. Wow. Wow. Tell us how you really feel. I mean, that is that is an incredible, uh, very revealing uh, admission there and just uh, insight into their line of thinking. All of a sudden, the people who think that literally everything is a right, healthcare is a right, education is a right, housing is a right, everything's a right to these people, except when you don't get the vaccine. Then, then if you don't have the vaccine, well, then you have no right. You don't have a right to go see the Lion King. Of course, do, would they apply this to everybody universally? Let's go back to 2018 before this virus existed and people were vaccine crazed. Would, would this lady say that you didn't have a right to travel, that you didn't have a right to go see the Lion King, that you have a right to discriminate? It is fascinating how quickly these people just did a complete 180. A complete 180. It's like you're less than human if if you don't do what they say and take the drugs that they demand that you take. Oh, we're just going to deny people certain aspects, uh, certain access to spaces. And, and you know, th- that's okay because they didn't get this. They didn't take this drug. All of a sudden, that my body, my choice. Nope, 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 nope. The burden, the burden has to fall on us, the unvaccinated, right? Because the vaccinated did everything that they were told to do. And so why should they have to suffer anything? Well, I'm sorry. Why does the burden fall again to the 99% of people, 99.7% of people that are going to be fine when they get the uh, coronavirus? Why do we have to change our lives? We're, We're not asking you to do anything. Unvaccinated people are not making demands on anybody else. We just want to be fucking left alone to live our lives. You guys are the ones putting the burden on on the entire fucking world to get to get tests, to get uh, injected with things, to wear uncomfortable garments, to socially distance, to treat our kids like these weird fucking pariahs. What is actually going on? Mostly is that they're shifting the burden to unvaccinated people because they don't deserve to have access to these things because they're not doing what we tell them to do. Where do they get the fucking balls to tell millions of people to make medical decisions for them? And can we apply this to other aspects of lives? I don't think people like uh, Juliet, whatever the fuck her name is, should be allowed to procreate. I think her bringing more people into this world and raising them in her fucked up little mind is more dangerous to society than just about anything. So uh, can I sterilize her? Can I can I restrict her travel until she's sterilized completely to protect us from her offspring? I mean, wh- why why stop with just restricting the unvaccinated travel? I mean, why don't you know if we're really worried about the spread of this virus? Why don't they just lock us all in cages? Anybody that's unvaccinated, you go to prison. We'll put you in camps. We'll isolate you from the rest of society so that they don't spread this dangerous virus, this global crisis, global health crisis, really, that 99.7% of people will survive. That is some fucking crisis. Unbelievable. But yeah, why why are we just restricting travel? Let's restrict travel a little more. Why should they be able to leave their house? Why should they be able to leave the prison cell that we put them in? I mean, after all, there are risks to society. They could spread this virus. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, vaccinated people can spread it as well. Uh, but this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Why, why just stop with air travel? Why not car travel? Why not everything? Anyway, back to the article here. For the privilege of flying, Americans already give up a lot. Yeah, unfortunately... We, we should never have done that. We disclose our personal information, toss out our water bottles, extinguish our cigarette butts, and lock our guns and checked luggage. For vaccinated people, having to show proof of vaccination when flying would be a minor inconvenience. Hmm, it's interesting. I wonder how she feels about having to show proof of ID when you go to vote. Is that a minor inconvenience or is that a racist, uh, sexist fucking policy that uh, disproportionately affects people of color? The, the Biden administration 
could give unvaccinated Americans a brief window in which to get shots. A travel rule that took effect by October would cover those who hope to visit relatives during the holiday season. Vaccine verification and legitimate exceptions for age and pre-existing health conditions can be a part of airline databases as other security features. As are other security features. The current reliance on paper vaccination cards makes for a clumsy system, but better public and private sector systems are likely to emerge if employers, entertainment venues, and the TSA all seek to verify individuals' status. In other words, you know, a vaccine passport app on your phone that will give them a backdoor into everything. And if you don't think they're going to fucking abuse the shit out of that, Look at the NSA. Look at their bulk data collection. Look how much they've abused that already. Some people may try to lie and cheat their way around the TSA requirement, but violating federal aviation safety measures is generally a crime. Relying so heavily on mask requirements to protect the flying public has had a distinct downside. The duty of preventing viral transmission has fallen to gate agents and flight attendants who must enforce mask rules and whom angry passengers have in, sub in turn subjected to harassment. Moreover, masks can provide protection only during a flight. But for passengers, the whole, the whole point of flying is to take part in life outside the destination airport's grounds. By requiring proof of vaccination for flights, the U.S. government will better protect society and get out of the business of helping the coronavirus proliferate in another place. People who still want to wait and see about the vaccines can continue doing so. They just can't keep pushing all the costs on everyone else. That is the end of the article by Juliette Kayem, former Assistant Secretary for Homeland Security under President Obama. Wow. I, I, I am just in awe at, at just how authoritarian and totalitarian these people are. I mean, this is, there are so many of these people out there. It really is fucking crazy. The, the idea that unvaccinated people are pushing the burden on vaccinated people. How the fuck are we doing that? It's not our fault. Your vaccine doesn't do shit. It's not our fault. Like I said, we are we are putting no burden on anybody. We're just asking to be able to make our own medical decisions. That that's it. We just want to be able to decide for ourselves and not be forced, not be coerced, not lose aspects of our daily lives because someone like you decided that this is in our best interest. Well, who the fuck are you? I am sorry. I am sorry. I will not be coerced into taking some drug. I don't care what the drug is. I'm going to make that decision for myself. Like I said, like we are at we are at a fucking crossroads here. Th this is it. Th these are the people that we are up against. This is the their thinking. Uh they have they have made uh people that have chosen to not get vaccinated. They, they are trying to make you second-class citizens. Your life does doesn't matter. You're not as important. You don't get access to certain aspects of society. You're you're outcasts. They've created a two-tier society, the haves and the have-nots, and isn't it amazing? Like it, this is the thinking of like every totalitarian uh, regime in history. Scapegoat a, a large portion of society, blame everything on them, and that justifies all sorts of human rights abuses. They are going to keep trying to push the unvaccinated people around. They're going to keep trying to take away more and more of, of your rights and, and your, your, your freedoms. Why is the solution, the only solution being suggested that, you know, we have to give up all of our, all of these freedoms and, and our own uh, ability to make our own medical decisions? Why, why is that the only solution to this? When, like I said, this isn't a problem for the vast majority of people. And, and the, all these people claim to believe in democracy. Well, since when does the 99.7% get pushed around by the 0.26% that are at risk of actually dying from this thing? Uh, the median infection fatality rate, 0.26%. They get to make decisions for the rest of us? Why? Uh, wh what sort of democracy is that? And it comes down to like a, a, just a basic fundamental question. Do you own your own body? Or do people like Juliet get to decide? Does the government get to decide what you can do with your body, what you can put in it, what you can't put in it, what you have to do on a daily basis, where you can go? 
what you can eat, what businesses you can you can patronize. We're being told that we have to lock down, mask up, and restrict our travel because uh, 0.26% of the population might might get really sick and, and die. Uh, why? Why do we have to change everything about our lives? Why do we have to suffer because somebody else might get like a very small portion of the population might get sick? I, I'm sorry, uh, Juliet. You don't have a fucking right to travel. You, you don't have a right to travel and, and not get sick. You don't have a right to just uh, be inoculated, have no risk of, of virus transmission. Where did that right come from? You're, you're so afraid of, of traveling with unvaccinated people? Then don't travel. How about that? Or how about you let the market just take care of this? If there is a, a market for fully vaccinated flights, then okay. Then get on one of those. And if there's a market for totally unvaccinated flights or, or you know, vaccine status is, is optional, masks are optional, why not let those flights take off? We already know, if we're being honest, we, we, we know that these vaccines are not preventing people from getting COVID. We know that it's not preventing them from uh, transmitting it to others. We know these mask mandates have no effect. So th this idea that letting unvaccinated people travel uh, like is going to spread the disease more is ridiculous. No more so than letting the vaccinated travel, according to your own scientists. I mean, even if I was in this, the risk group, you know, the 0.26% of people that are at risk of dying from COVID-19, I would never, in, in my wildest dreams, demand that the other 99.7% of society give up their freedom, give up their lives and, and abuse their children so that I might feel a little bit safer. What kind of fucking craziness is that? I, I, the the level of selfishness is insane. Who who thinks like that? If I have a, a risk of something, I take the proper precautions. I don't blame other people for 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 the fact that I'm at risk for something and demand that they do all sorts of other stuff in in my presence. Who thinks like that? Narcissistic sociopaths think like that, and that's who's running society. That's who gravitates toward government. That's who we're listening to. They'll tell you that because of COVID, all of your, you know, your claim to your rights no longer apply. You no longer get to do the things that, that you could always do, basic human freedoms, because you're putting others' lives at risk. And then, and then these murderous narcissistic sociopaths who have no problem bombing innocent women and children overseas claim that it's for your own safety. It's for your safety because we care about you. Eh, these, these fucking people don't give a rip about us. All they do is care about themselves, gaining more power, more authority by exploiting this relatively benign virus. I am, I am sorry, but this is... I, I can speak from personal experience if you want, or we can just look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. The vast majority of people, uh, th this is not that big of a deal. What, what they are doing now, what they are threatening to do to the, to the rest of society, segregating people, creating a, a different class, like a class system. You're, you're only going to have access to certain things. What they are threatening to do to life as we know it is far worse than this, than this virus will ever be. This vaccine is, is not a blessing. It's a fucking curse. And we are, we are seeing right now how corrupting power is. And, and, you know, we gave them all of this authority, all of this power willingly, without much of a fight. And look what they're going to do with it. Look how far they're going to take it. And if you think it's just going to stop here with a, a little vaccine passports so that you can go, go on an airplane, uh-uh. Uh uh. When has they? When have they ever stopped with, with just the initial, um, with whatever the initial justification was for whatever the program was? When did they just stop there? It's never happened. It's not in their nature. The nature of government is to keep growing, to keep expanding on on their powers that that they take from us. They're they're worse than the virus. They are the virus. They they're going to destroy the lives of millions of people if we let them. And, and I'm sorry, man, it is time, like, we cannot let this go any farther. There have to be just massive, 
massive protests against this shit because they everything they want to do to control society is is basically predicated on getting these vaccine passports implemented everywhere it, it's just the first step it's the first step to them having total control over the American population and, and the global population. I mean, all of these governments want the same thing. We cannot let them get this camel's nose under the tent because it will change the, the, the lives of, of human beings will be forever ruined. We, we cannot we cannot back down on this. We like I don't care even if you are, a, you know, a vaccinated person. And, and you're, you're pro-vaccine, whatever. I, I'm not an anti-vaccine person. I am anti-forced vaccine. I'm anti-using vaccines to dictate what rights people get, what they can do with their lives, what they can do with their bodies. I am definitely anti-that. But I don't care if you, if you want to get vaccinated and you want to vaccinate your kids. That's up to you. You, you make those decisions. I don't make those decisions for you. I would never in a million years dream of making those sorts of decisions. Restricting your travel. Telling you where you can eat and what you can do. Based on the medical decisions that you make. That is insane. That is absolutely insane. And, and normal people... Normal, right-thinking people who are into these, who want to get vaccinated, you should be on the side of the unvaccinated as well. Uh, you should not want the government to have this kind of power over us. Put you on a no, a terrorist list. You're a terrorist now for not taking an experimental drug that that has no no meaningful effect at at what it claims to do. It doesn't stop you from getting the virus. It doesn't prevent you from transmitting it to others. It does practically nothing that we can prove. I would love to see some vaccine numbers from old people, from really old, immune-compromised sick people. Are they really, uh, are they really getting less sick from this? Uh, have the death rates really gone down that much among the population that was already dying from this? I, I want to see those numbers, but they're never going to show it to us. They're never going to track that because... it. These they know that these vaccines don't work, which is why they want they want everybody to have them. Because if you have a control group, if you have a bunch of people that aren't taking the vaccines and nothing happens to them, then how do they get the you know where do they get the justification for all this uh, vaccine stuff for these passports that they want? This is like the last. This is the last frontier. This is like the last vestige of freedom that we have. Our, our basic right to go to a restaurant and eat some food, to get on a plane and go somewhere to visit somebody. They're, they're trying to take that away from you, and they're trying to control it. They want to know everything about you. They want to be able to cancel you in a fucking second. Like This is, this is the first step to that social credit system. This is the, the first step that they're taking to total control, to be able to get you to do anything that they demand. Otherwise, they'll take away your right to life. They might as well just put you in a cage. But, but once they get these passports in place, once they get control over where you can go and what you can do, then they can just make all sorts of other demands. Just one at a time. Just go right down the list. Whatever they want you to do, you better do it or we'll take away your right to do this. We'll take away your right to do that. Uh, travel, getting on an airplane is the least of your worries. These, these psychopaths could do anything that they want once you give them this power, just like they have taken advantage of every other fucking power that they've got. Man, this is, this is it. We, we must not comply. The vaccinated and the unvaccinated need to stand united against this authoritarian, totalitarian government that, that is trying to fucking take over people's lives. I, they're, they're trying to get us, again... This is how they operate. They're trying to get us to fight with each other. The vaccinated people are not the enemy of unvaccinated people and vice versa. Unless they're trying to impose their will on others. Don't fall for it. All, all of you vaccinated people, if, if the vaccine does what it's proposed to do, then you're going to be fine. And even if it doesn't, you're going to be fine. 99.7% of people are going to be fine. This is nothing. But this is what they're going to exploit. And they're going to scapegoat people. They're going to point to them over there saying that they're putting the burden on, on you. They're the ones making your lives a miserable existence. When in reality, it's the government. It's the response to this virus. 
It's what they're doing with the tools that we now they've got the vaccine and they're going to beat you over the fucking head with it until you comply if we let them. But the only way that they can get away with it is if they demonize all of the people that aren't complying because they are in the minority. Right. So you get the majority of people to get really, really angry with them, scapegoat them, make them pariahs, get everybody angry with each other, fighting amongst themselves. Don't do it. Don't be a puppet for these sociopaths in Washington, D.C. That's where I'm going to leave it for today, guys. Do not comply. Vaccinated, unvaccinated, we need to unite, okay? This This should not be a fight that we're having. These are personal medical decisions that don't affect each other. So don't let them, you know, don't let them pin us against each other. Don't forget who the fucking enemy is here. It's totalitarianism. It's the government. It's the people that have ruined the lives of millions of other innocent Americans who just want to live their lives. I'm going to wrap there for today, guys. Try to enjoy your weekend while you still have one. I I don't know what else to say. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week with a brand new episode for you guys. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace. Peace.